Welcome to Still Growing in Grace, a weekly program dedicated to inspiring joy, giving hope, and delighting in grace. This program is brought to you by Hope Fellowship, your community church located on the second floor of the St. Jacob's Outlet Mall. I'm Pastor Mike Zenker, and for the next half hour, I'll be sharing with you a message of hope that will help you expand your understanding of God's love and amazing grace. So many are tired of trying harder to live the Christian life. I've got great news for you. You can stop trying. God already deeply loves you, totally accepts you, and really, really likes you. Enjoy today's program as we dig deeper into what it means to be still growing in grace. Thank you for tuning in to Still Growing in Grace for another great episode of Encouragement. I hope you've been enjoying the series that we've been dealing with, and the topic has been Healing Life's Hurts through understanding forgiveness. Last week, we dealt with part number seven, why do we need to forgive? And today we're going to continue on that topic because the topic is so big and so important. So today, please get ready, buckle down, because we're going to deal with uh, what we talked about last week and some new information this week, including a guest video link. You're going to hear it on audio if you're listening to this on the radio. But if you're watching this on YouTube, we're going to post the video clip right into the YouTube video so you can see the special guest speaker, Dr. Carolyn Leaf, as she shares some insights of why we need to forgive. And you're going to be blown away by what you hear. It is phenomenal. So last week, we dealt with the topic of why do we need to forgive, and we forgive for the sake of holiness, the, the idea of obedience, that we, we forgive because Jesus instructed us to forgive, not as some um, disciplined rod hanging over our heads saying, if you don't forgive, I'm going to get you. It, nothing like that at all. He's, he's sharing with us, please forgive as I have forgiven you. Let go of others as I have let go of your trespasses. If you don't let go of those folks that have sinned against you, Jesus says, I'm not going to do it for you. As we read from the Aramaic Lord's Prayer and how it works as a translation for us today. This is a big, big deal. So, number one, the reason we need to forgive is for the sake of obedience. And obedience is not a bad word. It's a good word. It's a word that under grace we get to identify with and realize we don't have to obey. We get to obey. That's a very different mindset, especially if you come from a world like I have Again, I grew up in a very German, European household. And in that household, this was about strict discipline. Follow the rules. Obey the leader. You know, we got to follow everything to a T. But it lacked a lot of other supports that should have been part of that. So today we're going to deal with number two, why we need to forgive. We forgive for our own sake. That is what today is about. Forgiveness is not for the one who did the wrong to us. It's for us. How many times have we rejected the idea of forgiving someone because we feel like they're going to get off the hook? Or we're trying to say they're going to get off scot-free. There are no consequences. Listen, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to deal with what forgiveness is not, and we're going to deal with those two topics big time. You're going to love it. In fact, I think it's the best part of the series. 
Someone wrote, to set me free. Again, this is about why I need to forgive. It is to set me free from this person and what they have done. So forgiveness, when we forgive someone who has hurt us, it's about us being set free from them. Not so much for us feeling better. Feeling better is a nice byproduct, but is not the evidence of forgiveness. Forgiveness is really a, a, a one-time act between you and your Heavenly Father, and it is a process, and you're going to see that as we go through. When you and I fail to forgive, it freezes the past pain into an ever-present reality in our lives. I think that was Lewis Smedes who said that. I can't remember exactly who it was. But that's a big deal. When we fail to forgive, it freezes the past pain into our ever-present reality. We may not remember what the event necessarily was or what built up to it, but whatever the emotional connection is, that gets burned in deeply. Another person wrote, Revenge indeed seems so sweet to men, but oh, it is only sugared poison. It is only sweetened gall, and its aftertaste is as bitter as hell. That's a quote. I didn't say that. What a thing to think about. Unforgiveness by someone else is sucking the life right out of the unforgiver. If you're dealing with personal stuff and stress, even having some physical ailments, there's a good chance there may be some unforgiveness that you need to be dealing with. I'm not saying sickness and uh, and unforgiveness are equal, not at all. But honestly, unforgiveness can be and has been a contributing factor to many people dealing with stressful issues in their lives. So let's keep going here. I'm going to share a video with you. You're going to, if you're listening on air, you're only going to hear the audio of this. But this is by a clinical therapist, Dr. Carolyn Leaf. Uh, this is a video from what's called the Catalyst 2018, How to Avoid Burnout by Cultivating Correct Mindsets. That's the name of the clip on YouTube. Anybody can go there and watch. If you take the time to watch the entire 30-minute, I think it's 30 or 40-minute clip, that alone is going to surprise you and encourage you and humble you as it did me. You may not realize how much is going on behind the scenes. We may have been told in the church world that forgiveness is about getting into heaven, that it's about being right with God in order to make it when we die. And that is such a small, small view of what forgiveness is about. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with you being able to live really well today, now, here. So basically, this Dr. Carolyn Leaf is going to share with you, listen to this, the scientific reason why we need to forgive, the physical effects of forgiveness. What happens to us physiologically when we forgive somebody? Or if we don't, that's going to be the point of this clip. Uh, please brace yourself. Get ready. Replay this. Go on to the website, uh, still, or sorry, growingingrace.ca, and you'll see the link to the YouTube channel or the podcast. You're going to want to take in this video clip and re-listen to what you've just heard. So, in the next couple minutes, please take a listen to Dr. Carolyn Leaf. And when she is done, we're going to have a word from our sponsors and then come right back to follow what she has shared with us. I think you could be 
gently and pleasantly surprised by what you hear. Dr. Carolyn Leaf, here we go. Let's talk about the forgiveness mindset. And I'm going to talk about that just not too long, but I'm just going to give you another perspective. We all know the spiritual reasons why we should forgive. I'm not sure if you're aware of the scientific reasons. You know, when someone does something to you, you are in a relationship with them. Whether it's, to- it's obviously if it's a toxic situation and they do something toxic to you, it's a toxic relationship. But you, you're in a relationship. You've created a relationship. Now, let me talk for a moment about the concept of relationships. Every single human on this planet is in an entanglement relationship with every other human. As we know, the scriptures say, in him we live, move, and have our being. We are connected. In quantum physics, this principle is called entanglement. Entanglement is one of the primary laws of quantum physics. It's the law of relationship. And it means that when two particles are in a relationship, no matter how far apart they are, they still influence each other. So that is a basic law. We are entangled in the law of love. God is love. And we are literally made of love. Sir Roger Penrose is an Oxford mathematician, one of the greatest minds, mathematicians of the century. And he has shown the mathematical and quantum calculations to show that as humanity, we are literally at our most basic fundamental level, waves of love. So you see us as physical components, cells, structures, cells, down to subatomic particles, down to waves of energy. And we are immersed in waves. And these waves are love waves. He has shown, Sir Roger Penrose, that we are immersed in the wisdom of love and all the ethical values that are associated with the wisdom of love. So we're sitting in potential. We're sitting in phenomenal potential. And as humans, as we think, feel, and choose and use our mind with the correct mindset, and we think, like adopt the thinker mindset, for example, we can access and learn to access this wisdom of God that is in potential form. I'm pretty much talking about Hebrews 11, 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. We live in substance and evidence of things that we still have the opportunity to actualize. Okay, so when we talk about forgiveness, we are talking about the fact that we are immersed in love and we are entangled in each other's lives. You can never break a love entanglement. You can only grow a love entanglement, but you can break a toxic entanglement because it's abnormal. We are waves of love at our core. We are wired for love made in the image of God and all that stuff, we know that. So scientifically, we see that we are waves of love. So when we're operating in our correct mindsets and thinking, feeling, and choosing correctly, we are generating waves of love. When we operate in a toxic way, that same energy is, that energy is distorted and becomes a toxic wave. Einstein showed this in his research, how we as humans are constantly emitting a flow of energy. The quality of that energy is determined by your mindset. So if you're in a toxic mindset and you're not functioning like you should, you're generating toxic energy, damaging yourself and damaging relationships. Now, when someone hurts someone else, this is pretty much what's happened. So when we forgive, what we are doing is we are disentangling. We are literally severing physically in the, in, in the quantum world, we are severing that connection with that other person. 
So that enables you to heal because if you're still connected to the connected to the source of pain, it's a continual supply of energy, like plugging your computer in or charging your phone. When you keep charging your phone, it keeps getting energy. If you keep on hanging on to the toxicity, you keep giving the toxicity energy. By not forgiving, you have stayed connected to the source of the pain. And it's very difficult for you to physically heal and to get rid of that toxic tree and to eliminate it, which takes time. It takes 63 days. In the third part of my book, Think, Learn, Succeed, I talk about how memory forms and how you can break it down. In my book, Switch on Your Brain, I also show how to break down toxic thoughts. Okay, so forgiveness mindset means you wake up in the morning, you put another net on that Christmas tree, and let's say that these lights are pink. So we've already got our first net on with white lights, which means that we're going to go into the day determined to take at least one 15-minute break in the day where you switch off to the external to switch on to the internal and try to work towards increasing the time we spend to do that. It also, then the second forgiveness mindset, I'm just, I mean, these are not in specific order, I'm just selecting a few, means that as I go into my day, not only am I going to think, but I'm also going to anticipate that I'm going to forgive. So I go in with the attitude of I'm not going to hold anything back because I know, pretty sure, with about 70% reliability that someone today is going to do something that you're going to need to forgive. So you go into the day already with a forgiveness mindset so you don't have to go through the whole process of building a toxic thought and then having to go through the process of forgiving it. Just go into the day forgiving. I tell you, it is radically life-changing. Hanging on to toxicity will throw you into toxic stress. Hanging on to, un- to, unfo- to being unforgiving is going to increase, decrease, the, it's going to constrict the blood vessels around your heart and cause you and set you up for a stroke or a heart attack. It is reducing the amount of oxygen to your brain. All those things I said earlier on. So these are not actually just optional, nice to know things. What I'm telling you are basic life skills. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but people are dying 15 to 25 years younger than they used to. Just a few short decades, just for, for, for decades, people have been living longer. But between 2014 and 2016, this, this trend reversed. And there's, there's the main reason why people are dying 15 to 25 years younger is because of preventable lifestyle diseases. Okay? And part of those preventable lifestyle diseases, the main component of those is how we manage our mind. How we manage our mind is influencing disease in our brain and our body and is influencing our mental Mark Wilson's Better Used Cars in Guelph is not your typical used car lot. Customers who shop there get the insider treatment, especially when buying from the insider man, Rod Sider. Rod will help you select a late model car, truck, van, or SUV from their large selection of vehicles, and he'll work with your budget. Call the insider man at 519-836-2900, extension 287, or visit Mark Wilson's Better Used Cars at the corner of Whitelaw Road and Highway 24, Guelph, and ask for the insider man. Looking for a real estate agent that will put your needs before his? Terry Van Lent is just that agent. Caring and honest are just two of Terry's best qualities, and they shine through in his real estate career. As a longtime resident of Waterloo Region, Terry is well acquainted with the area and its multitude of attractive amenities. For an agent that cares, call Terry Van Lent at Coldwell Banker Peter Benninger Realty, 519-742-5800, extension 2060.
Welcome back to Still Growing in Grace. I hope you were able to hear, hear the first half of today's program. Uh, we had a special guest, Dr. Carolyn Leaf. I uh, used a video of hers from YouTube that has incredible information that you and I need to hear and learn. I hope you got some deep nuggets of gold out of what you just saw and heard. If you're watching this online, great. If not, those that are listening on podcast or live, Live radio. I think you're going to be surprised and have been. What did you hear? Did you hear good news? Did you finally hear and see that this idea of forgiveness can for affect us physically? That when we don't forgive, what does it do to our body? What if it's true? What if our our um, deep want to not forgive is causing a physical illness in us or a physical stress, would you not want to release that and let it go? I really think it's all tied to misconceptions of what forgiveness is and what it isn't. You're, you're going to be blown away in the next couple of weeks. I, I'm excited what, for what is coming. Yes, this topic today is important, but the next number of weeks, you're going to hear some incredible stuff that will shake your foundations of what you thought forgiveness was. You're going to find out what it isn't and why. Some of the uh, topics are going to be, uh, let's just say, the the way I word it will cause attention. <laughs> you're going to be realizing, oh my goodness, you're really saying that? Yes. And you'll see why when I get there. When hurt comes our way, and this is again backing up to what Dr. Carolyn Leaf shared. When hurt comes our way, it provokes anger in our lives. And when we don't release the anger through forgiveness, we will be constantly remind of the hurt, not necessarily the event. I've been deeply hurt by people in my life, all through my life. But that's no excuse for me to be bitter and angry towards others. It's not an excuse for me to harbor and build up resentment towards somebody, although that is a natural human way to deal with it. It's not the way God created you. You've been created as a person who forgives. How do I know this? Because you're created in the likeness of Christ. And Christ is a forgiver. That means you are as well. This is good news. There is hope. Well, listen to this. If I don't forgive, here's what's going to happen. Since I'm constantly reminded of the hurt, it prompts even more anger. We won't become free of this cycle until we release it in the act of forgiveness. It's the anger, the hurt. What we're realizing and remembering constantly is the hurt we've gone on or got, have going on in us. I recently went through something pretty big that kind of rocked my world and caused some readjustments and realignment of my thinking and direction of life. Some of the individuals that hurt me, uh, I, I miss them, but the hurt is like, come on, what? why? Why am I so hurt? Well, then I realized some of my own contributions to the, to the story, but then I also realized, wait a minute, I have come to a place to forgive, and I have. I have forgiven. That doesn't mean I have to hang out with them. It doesn't mean I have to buddy-buddy and pretend nothing ever happened because we've not resolved the issue. 
But between me and my Heavenly Father, I've released it. I don't have to live from a place of hurt anymore, which is very different, very new, and exciting. I love it. If we don't do this, we will begin to cope with the pain. And when we cope with the pain, we will develop flesh strategies of protecting ourselves from further hurt. We just don't like hurt. Sorry, it's the way it is. You don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like hurt. You don't like hurt. But we have different ways of dealing with it. Well, some of the ways that people deal with the hurt and pain in their lives is they, out of their ego and flesh, they have coping mechanisms that kick into play, trying to protect ourselves. We try to protect how we react and respond to this hope, or sorry, to the hurt. Usually critical negative negativity will keep you at bay. It's about self-protection. We become angry about them. They're a jerk. There's nothing good about them, blah, blah, blah. And we make our list. That's not a healthy way to approach this. We're dealing with hurt, not avoiding the hurt. Some people get busy. They become workaholics. Uh, they become so busy that they don't have to think about the pain. Some people go to perfectionism. They do everything right so you will never be angry with them. And you may have been hurt, and therefore, you may try to do everything you do really well so nobody can be angry with you because subliminally, you know what it's like to have someone angry at you because you're angry at someone else. Maybe when we surrender and forgive, we don't focus on the hurt anymore. Now we get to focus on some other things. Some do a flip. They do a submissive and meek approach so they won't be hurt because I'm so gentle and kind. I'm a nice person. No one would ever hurt me. Well, that is not necessarily a healthy response. What's really happening here is we are building a castle of self-protection, but it really is a prison, just like the people that can't get through to us. We can't get out. We're, we're putting walls up to prevent people from getting to us or hurting us. But it's a wall and it works two ways. That means you can't get out and have the, your true self revealed to those around you because you're so protected. It's crazy. Even, even other behaviors that tend to happen when we're dealing with heavy pain. Some folks go to coping mechanisms like uh, alcohol. Uh, they just start to drink a whole ton. Or they go to, to drugs, uh, medications. And if you think that's all terrible, well, some people go to shopping. They go to eating out. They uh, do fast food like crazy. They drink pop and really bad things. They have a terrible diet. And and, and again, those, those on the diet issues tend to mock those who are on drugs or alcohol. But it's, seriously, those who are dealing with the drugs and alcohol, they're trying to avoid the pain. They're not try, trying to get drunk or whatever. That's not the point. That's not the real point in their soul. They're really trying to escape the pain or, better yet, and this comes from experience, to not have to feel the pain. This is about feelings avoidance. If I can constrict myself to a really good movie and not think about what my struggles are for two hours, oh my goodness, that is an awesome escape. Uh, it's one of mine. Um, each one of us has our own vices. It doesn't mean it's an addiction, but we have vices that we go to as a way to escape having to deal with pain in our lives.
What a struggle that many folks have. I, I don't know. I don't know how we do it. I, I've had to walk through many difficulties, and had I not walked through them, I would never know that there are vices, that they even exist. Many times we fail to, when we fail to forgive, it manifests largely in our behavior. <laughs> it does. You may forfeit peace and joy, but it will cripple you. It affects your health. As Dr. Carolyn Leaf just pointed out, you will get exhausted. The moment I begin to hate a person, I become their slave. Stop and pray for this revelation and insight and understanding. Ask God, is this true? Is what I'm hearing true? Father, I'm experiencing some of these symptoms. Could it be I've got a harboring lockdown deep that I've not uh, surrendered to you? Is there someone I need to really forgive? And already you probably know who it is. But listen, with this command of you must forgive, it comes with a reward. Philippians 4 says this, I can do all things through Christ, all things through Christ. And the Passion Translation says, and I find the strength of Christ's explosive power infuses me to conquer every difficulty. Philippians 4. The Message Translation says it like this, whatever I have, wherever I am, I can make it through anything in the one who makes me who I am. New Living Translation says, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me the strength. Is there hope? You better believe it. There's a ton of hope. Jesus is your source. You can't even forgive without the the, uh, strength of Christ in you. Now, what about people who aren't believers? How does that apply? Well, they don't recognize the strength of who's in them, but the light of Christ is still shining through. The source is still the Prince of Peace, who's created us and designed us to be forgivers and lover of all. This is a big lesson to learn. Next week, be prepared for a great introduction. I believe it's going to last about two to three, maybe four weeks as we walk through what forgiveness is not. And we are going to dispel so many myths. I think there are 17. I think there's 17 of them. Uh, I, I started with about 12 uh, years ago, but now I've up to about 17 things that stop us and prevent us from forgiving others because we've misunderstood what it is. Folks, there's hope. The one who has forgiven you is calling you to forgive others, not in your own strength, but in his strength, in the strength of Christ, because you have already been forgiven. This is good news. I look forward to being with you next week. I hope you'll tune in. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Family run, family owned. So their focus is on you. Conestoga Lodge Retirement Residence is a full-service retirement home in Kitchener, and you'll be impressed to know that they are not a big corporate chain. They're quality-driven with a focus on each and every individual. Conestoga Lodge offers permanent and short-term stays. To book a free, no-obligation tour, you can call 519-576-2140 or visit online at conestogalodge.com. 
You've been listening to Still Growing in Grace. I'm Pastor Mike Zenker, and I'd like to invite you to join me next Tuesday morning at 11.30 when our teaching time will continue. Or join us at 10.30 every Sunday morning at Hope Fellowship, your community church located on the second floor of the St. Jacob's Outlet Mall. If this show has been an encouragement to you, won't you help us spread this good news? Make your donation today by visiting stillgrowingingrace.ca. You can also catch up on past programs, watch YouTube videos of our talks, and download our weekly podcasts. Sign up for our email list and send in your questions. After all, no one has arrived, and we are all still growing in grace.